welcome to Shore Solutions, the podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Mara Shore. I'm a partner in the medical practice management company, Yes, Shore Solutions. Who's the other host, you may ask? Easy answer. That would be my father, our founding partner, Jay Shore. Together, we now have an amazing team and clients across the country. Listen as we chat, converse, strategize, and commiserate over life in the aesthetic medical industry. It's time for you to listen, learn, and be inspired as we help you kickstart your practice because who doesn't want a little more help? Welcome to Shore Solutions, the podcast. This episode of Shore Solutions, the podcast was originally recorded for the AAF PRS annual meeting. But we thought the content was so important that we wanted to make sure you, our loyal podcast listeners, heard it as well. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy. Hello, and my name is Mara Shore, and today I am going to be speaking on the top 10 missed marketing opportunities in your practice. We are really just going to dive right in. We have 15 minutes to cover the good stuff. So let's go ahead and get started with tip one. Let's talk about in today's world, what it is that you should be addressing and what it is that you should be avoiding. Now the world has changed more than ever before. The world has changed at a more rapid pace than ever before. And so what it is that makes sense to speak about is so different than what it is that made sense to speak about in our practice and in marketing before. So let's just look at, for example, just a few examples of things we like to position. Now, when we advise our clients and we work with practices across the country, so we really are working with practices anywhere in the United States. We have a few clients in Canada as well. And quite honestly, the policies as we know are different and every individual state, right? Laws are different state to state regarding masks, shutdowns, et cetera. So we've seen this change so greatly throughout 2020 and well into 2021. Vaccination policies are different uh, for healthcare facilities versus non-healthcare facilities. And quite honestly, we are looking at so many different varieties now. One of the things I always encourage is that when we're looking at taking photos of your team right now, especially in the marketing world and for marketing purposes, we want to eliminate photos of your team without masks. We know that masks have become for a variety of reasons, highly politicized, unfortunately. And so with that, we want to pull that component out of it. I'm going to be talking about that in a separate lecture, but we really want to pull out photos of your team without masks because we want to really encourage those patients that may still be hesitant to come into the practice. Just maybe they haven't been able to be vaccinated. Maybe they're concerned about some ongoing issues. And so we want to make sure that we are doing everything we can to encourage current and Respective patients to really assure them that they are safe in your practice. We also want to make sure that we are showing a variety of really diversity in your images. Now, I, for example, really love to pull stock images out of the mix. We love to include organic photos of your particular team. However, 
we want to make sure that if we have to include stock imagery, i.e. images that were taken from a third party, they're not really customized to your particular practice, show diversity and show what your patient base really looks like as far as age, as far as gender, maybe non-binary as well, depending on where you are and your, your patient base, depending on race, et cetera. So you really want to make sure you are reflecting what your actual community looks like, not just a homogenous single age group of people. We want to make sure we're pulling out politics and religion from your marketing strategy. And again, I like to pull out the isms, racism, ageism, et cetera. Remember, our business shows no limits. And so we really want to make sure that that is something that is really reflected in your marketing. So as we move on, you want to find out with when we look at marketing tips ahead of time, which widgets, your phone company, your EMR, online scheduling software, and more are able to put on your website. So a widget is that coding that goes on the back end of the website to help really automate things. So speak with each of these technology companies and find out how were they able to integrate with your website and how are they able to integrate with each other to, for example, look at online scheduling so that patients can do this automatically when they're at home in their pajamas. And I mean, if we're being honest, for me, I'm in my pajamas by about 9.30, uh, really maybe earlier, but you know, if they're at home in their pajamas at 2 a.m. that they're able to go ahead and schedule an appointment and really make sure that this is all integrated. So. You want to make sure when you're creating your website, we like to say, begin with the end in mind and ask your website company ahead of time, what capabilities does the website have and will the website have as far as the coding to actually go ahead and integrate with the other pieces of technology. Tip three really fits in seamlessly with what I just said, automate wherever you can from your practice management system. Now, this includes a variety of things. We're not just looking at one particular automation. So when we look at what sort of automations can come through your EMR, for example, systems that sync with your patient or client name so that they can really, whoever is answering the phone is able to use your patient's name from start to finish and know exactly who they're speaking with. You want to make sure that your front desk team, because as we talk about marketing, your front desk team is really an amazing piece of marketing in your practice as well. So are they able to confirm upcoming appointment numbers for each individual family member or ask if they need to schedule or reschedule a follow-up for those family members that are in the same household? Again, as it relates to HIPAA and as HIPAA complies, talk about overdue balances. If you still collect balance, maybe you still do accept some insurance. So your billing department is going to be very grateful that your front desk team is able to do this. Any other tasks for the caller and any special follow-ups, ask when you're working with your software companies, be it EMR and phone system, are they able to do this for you? It never hurts to ask. There's companies out there that really integrates beautifully. Next, we want to look at, again, remembering that your front desk position is a marketing tool. So what do I mean by that? That is the person that on top of the items we just mentioned, that particular position is the person that should be talking to your patients when they come in about any retail product that might be overdue for a purchase. So for example, 
Sue, it is wonderful to see you back today. Yes, we have you all checked in. Now the last time you were here, I see that you purchased this eye cream. What have you thought about it? I actually put one aside for you so that when you check out, it is right here. I know I love that eye cream, so I want to make sure that you are able to keep using that in your regimen too. Something so simple, make sure your front desk is able to be really working on your behalf. Now, because there are so many things that only that human can do, we want to look at the technology that is going to be able to be put into place from a marketing perspective to keep your patients coming back for more. So what is it that I mean as far as how to use technology? Now, let's look at some examples. For example, we want to look at automated text messages that your patient, your client, we always refer to them as patients, but sometimes people say clients, when they haven't been back, for example, for their retreatment in three months, maybe it's for a neurotoxin, maybe we're looking at they haven't been in back in three months for another facial treatment, maybe they are really going through another form of an injectable, but they haven't been back, let's just again say, for example, three months or more, you want to look at automated software that is reaching out from a marketing perspective and recalling that patient. Automated text messages for upcoming appointments are really going to help decrease the rate of no-shows in your practice. Let's be completely honest. In 2020 and 2021, we have all lost track of exactly what day it is, right? It's Is it Wednesday? Is it Friday? Every day feels like Friday and every day feels like Monday all at the same time. So your patients are not feeling any different. They wake up and quite honestly, we are seeing that this is an issue that is worse than ever before. People are just flat out losing track of days and time. So with that, this is a great way to be able to bring patients back. We also wanna make sure that they're not missing their appointments. So automated text messages for upcoming appointments, I honestly am recommending that this goes out 72 hours, 48 hours, 24 hours before. So not just one of those. I don't want you to pick one. I want you to institute all of it. And then even the morning of the appointment. Again, it has just gotten worse than it was before. Another component is look at utilizing technology, whether that's text or phone calls, when you have a new device or a product in your practice that you think your patients would benefit from. There's a lot of possibilities to cross-sell the technology. And so if somebody was interested in one type of facial treatment, but maybe they weren't a candidate, now you have a non-surgical option or vice versa, this is something that's going to be incredibly helpful. Just remember to reach out to your patients. No harm in sending that text messages or quite honestly, having a team member just pick up the phone. Same goes for an event that you think that they would benefit from. We're having events again. And now that PR practices are really having events again, we're seeing that maybe team members are a little bit out of practice when it comes to how to personally reach out to your VIPs. You want to make sure that you're texting and make sure that you're making those phone calls. Remember, it's not just one way of communication. We need to think about how our patients want to really have those threads of communication with them and how our patients want that interaction, not just how our team and our staff wants interaction. So if you have somebody that was always saying, call, 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 but you're hearing again and again from your patients that quite honestly, they really would rather have a text message. Let's keep this in mind, but again, make sure it's HIPAA compliant. And then finally, we want to look at these automated text messages sent to callers when the practice misses their call. So 
if your practice uh, is, is busy, they're slammed, if maybe you're understaffed, we're seeing, unfortunately, a whole lot of that in every industry, i.e. the great resignation. And so if you're understaffed and you have more phone calls that are going either to voicemail or patients aren't leaving a voicemail, you're seeing more and more missed calls, I recommend implementing software through your phone system that allows an automated text message to go to callers when the practice misses their call saying, we are so sorry that we missed you. Here is a link to schedule your appointment automatically. Otherwise, please let us know how it is that we can help you. And we will, and if you prefer that we call or we text you right back. There we go. We're keeping in communication because quite honestly, patients don't always leave voicemails. They have been trained to just know that the practice isn't going to call them back. Not necessarily by your practice, but by other practice. It's been an issue. Tip number six, know how to properly respond to patient feedback, including online reviews and in-person, i.e. remain HIPAA compliant. I encourage you to keep in mind through marketing channels that we cannot put out non-HIPAA compliant reviews, i.e. we can't confirm or deny that a patient was actually a patient within the practice. We need to touch base with them one-on-one -on -one to have those conversations and make sure that you are not violating any sort of patient confidentiality in those response as well. You wanna make sure that you do maybe have some, some easy canned answers that your team is able to do a copy paste. So they only have to customize maybe one or two lines so that when they're busy, those reviews don't go unnoticed by your team, but also you wanna make sure that you aren't firing off those emails in the heat of the moment. Now, tip number seven, measure your marketing's return on investment, right? We call this an ROI and I encourage you, go ahead, take a snapshot of this formula that I am going to give you. You wanna make sure that your ROI, i.e. return on investment is three and a half to one to consider this a success. So if your providers aren't giving you a three and a half to one ROI, we need to look at doing something about that. If your marketing channels aren't giving you a three and a half to one ROI, we need to do something about that. You want to make sure that you're actually measuring, measuring the ROI. So are you asking, is your team asking, how did you hear about us for every patient call, every new practice uh, patient that comes in? Are we asking them in person how they heard about us? Are we asking them when they're at the front desk checking in? And are we asking them when they're actually in the treatment room? The more you do this, the less chance there is that this patient's answer is going to escape you. Step number eight, utilize a social media policy within your practice. We have one that we are always happy to give so that our clients are always compliant. What we wanna make sure is that we're spelling out in the social media policy, who on the team is allowed to post, who is not, who has access to the passwords, who doesn't. Once they have access to the password, are they, what are they able to post? What do they need to stay away from, i.e politics, religion, et cetera? What is it that they are not allowed to say as the company? And what is it that the other providers, i.e. non-owner providers, are allowed to post as far as when are they allowed to post before and after photos on the practices, social media channels versus their own individual social media channels? We're seeing this happen more and more. 
I honestly, I'm always happy to share this policy. Let me know if you would like a copy and we are always more than happy to share knowledge. That's what we're here for. So make sure that you have a social media policy within your practice. Tip number nine, make sure your team members are the biggest advocates for you. Give them business cards so that they are really able to shout your name from the rooftops when they are out in public with friends and family. Now that we are able to be with friends and family again, make sure that they again have business cards to give out. Make sure that where they work, they're able to put that on their social media channels, if, especially if they're a mid-level provider and really looking to bring in additional business. So make sure your team members are your biggest advocates and that you are empowering them to bring business into your office. Tip number 10 is let your personality shine through in your marketing. Not everyone's strategies and brands are the same. So utilize what works for you. You might have different team members that have slightly different ways of doing things, and that's okay on their own individual social media channels. Of course, let their own individual personalities shine through. What works for one practice, they might be fresh and modern and have a really clean aesthetic. They may shine really bright. They have a lot of spunk. Another practice may be far more conservative. They want a more traditional feel. There's no right or wrong when it comes to that. Make sure that your practice is truly uniquely you. There is no one way to have a brand. So with that, those are the top 10 missed marketing opportunities in your practice. We want to make sure you are not missing those opportunities. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. So acquiring, converting, and retaining new loyal patients is easier than you think. It requires you mastering the sales funnel in your aesthetic practice. How is it that easy, you ask? Well, it's easy because we teach you step-by-step -step in our Conversion Cascade online course, a fun and results-driven course that you and your team can finish in less than five hours. Yes, less than five hours because we know y'all are busy. We provide you six training videos that walk you through attracting new patients, converting calls to consults, consults to treatments, and keeping your patients coming back for more. All of this while learning how to talk to your patients about additional treatments and procedures to achieve their dream results and, bonus, boost your revenue and have them singing your praises to others. With our course, you also get tangible tools to help you succeed, such as downloadable marketing checklists, phone scripts, conversion tracking spreadsheets, and more, all of which are completely customizable and editable for you and your practice and your team. Get started and sign up for our Conversion Cascade online course today. And as a special thank you for being a podcast listener, we're giving you 10% off. Yes, 10% off. Just enter the discount code podcast. Yes, the word podcast to start saving. Click the link in our show notes to get started now, increase revenue, and acquire more patients for your practice today. So 
that wraps up today's episode of Shore Solutions, the podcast. If we mentioned any quote links in our show notes, be sure to check them out for the easiest way to discover your best solutions. You can find them, yep, in our show notes. We love your help in spreading the word about our podcast. How? Rate us and share this episode with your friends, colleagues, and the rest of your team. Remember to follow us on social media at Shore Solutions and send us a message directly with your burning questions. We love hearing from you. Plus, sign up for our e-newsletter to be the first to find out about our upcoming webinars, the latest tips on running your practice more efficiently, dealing with the issues with drama and money in your practice, and watch the latest videos and blog posts in your inbox right in real time. Now's the time to join at www.shoresolutions.com and click on the e-newsletter button in the top right-hand corner. We'll see you next time. And remember, subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review.